Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your day two recap of the WGC Dell Technologies match play. Every single match discussed. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. Hello, KP. Hello, RG. Hey, what's your? Uh, I was just eating some sunflower seeds while I watched the match play today. What's your? What's your brand of choice when it comes to sunflower seeds? Uh, what's that main brand? David's. No, not Bigs. David's. Okay. I'm, and I, and I'm. A, I'm a ranch guy. Oh no! Yeah, that's that's not good. Did you, you did have? you did you chew them when you like? Did you eat sunflower seeds when you played? Uh, yeah, I'm actually quite bad at cracking the seeds, though. Like, I'm I'm <laughs> I was more of like a. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I wouldn't just crack it. I would just kind of let it let it sit in my mouth and then uh, spit it out. I'll, now I know, want to know what you weren't going to say. Uh, I, I was going to say I'm more of a suck and spit kind of guy is what I was mm, going to say. That could get cut, and right. that would be bad. But um, these are original, so I got them on the way home from Austin yesterday. But normally, and they didn't have them at the gas station that we stopped at, I kind of like the dill pickle. Dill pickle's good. I do like the dill pickle. That's a top three. Yeah, they're they're. I just got introduced to them like – a year ago or so, and I've been into them. Sunflowers are my sunflower seeds are my go-to on on road trips. How was your time in Houston or Austin? <sighs> yeah, my time in Houston was non-existent. My time in Austin uh, was was it was great. That have you been to Match Play? No, and I was so close to just like going last minute because I didn't know if we were ever going to get it again. But I didn't. I've never been. Well, we were we were, you and I are kind of texting about this off offline, but. Uh, it, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's 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 a the golf course is cool, the atmosphere is great, the players enjoy it. I mean, how many players do we hear this week say, "God, I wish there was still match play. I wish there was still match." They get they. Get, I, I don't know if this is actually true. They seem like they get so sick of seventy two holes of stroke play, seventy two holes of stroke play, seventy two holes of stroke play, and it's like. Just mix it up a, a little bit, and instead we talked about this on uh, whatever Tuesday. Instead, it's going the other way, you know, of 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 more of that. And I don't know, you know, you hear rumors and you read stuff. I I don't know what the details are of why they're going away from it, but it's it's a bummer because the atmosphere was awesome. The only thing that sucked was the traffic. My kids got to come out on Wednesday. My wife and kids were out there. They got to meet some some players. I mean, it it, it was it's just. It's awesome. I mean, it's really cool in terms of the golf course, but also just the match play itself is really fun. I, I love it, and hopefully we can figure out a way to make it happen. All right, we will now engage rapid-fire mode. Oh, we will go let's through just roll through these. 32 matches recapped, 
starting right now out of the gate with group number 10. Tony Finau takes it to Adrian Moronk, four and three, highlighted KP by the five consecutive birdies that he made from nine to 13. Yeah, these are these are heavyweights. These are guys you do not want running downhill at you, right? That is correct. Two of the to- bigger guys you could get in this. In yeah, this Tony, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Finau is running downhill on the golf course right now. So I'm excited to see him uh, potentially get into the round of six or uh, yeah, round of 16. Tony Finau, two and oh, the other side of this group, Kurt Kitayama and Christian Bezadenhout. Lots of back and forth action in this one. A give and take. When the dust settled, it was Kurt Kitayama winning two and one. Yeah, Kurt Kitayama, he. He lost yesterday, right? He's one and one. He is one and one. I saw his caddy, Tim Tucker, at the hotel we were staying at. And I was like, hey, Tim, how do you like this golf course? He's like, "Uh, the golf course is fine, but I really like it for Kurt. And uh, he went out and showed why on on, uh, Thursday. This is setting up a Group 10 heavyweight bout between Tony Finau and Kurt Kitayama. Finau getting half a point would advance him to the round of 16. Kitayama could also force a playoff. Also depends on what Adrian Moronk does to Christian Bezadenhout. Could be uh, a three, two, and one golfers out of Group 10. Group 7, that's the Will Zalatoris group, though he will not be around for the group or for the elimination stage, KP, because he is 0 2 and he is eliminated. Harris English. Beats him handily. Five and three. Will Zalatoris did not win a hole today. Yeah, Zalatoris is not playing very well. Uh, Harris English, kind of a Ryder Cup dark horse, maybe? I mean, Harris English hadn't played all that well until just recently. Yeah, but we've also got seven months to the Ryder Cup. For sure. So if he, I mean, we got major season. I'm, I'm intrigued by the rest of Harris English's year. The 2-0 and o player out of Group 7 is the one we all expected, the 56th <laughs> overall seed, Andrew Putnam, thanks to a 2-1 and one victory over Ryan Fox. Fox was not without a couple of highlights. He won three different holes on the day. And KP, uh, I love just watching this guy hit the ball. He is an absolute animal. Do you think if you saw Andrew Putnam on the range, you, would, you could pick him out of a lineup? I... If I saw Andrew Putnam at a stall on the range where the sign said Putnam, I don't think I could have picked him, put, pick him out of that group. Uh, there's another Putnam, right? <laughs> yeah, Michael. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I did see him on the range, and I was like, Who, who's? And then I saw the bag, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously played pretty well. Ryan Fox didn't play very well at all. Ryan Fox is another guy that I was like, is that, I kind of saw him from behind. I was like, is that Ryan Palmer? And then (laughs) it's just, you know, not too pretty nondescript. Ryan Fox is like the 29th ranked player in the world right now. Yeah, no, it's crazy. He he got a couple of wins, I think on the European tour, not on the president's cup team. No, snubbed, in fact. Group 15, oh, this was one of the tighter matches of the day. Cameron Young and Corey Connors. They played their first six holes all square before Connors makes birdie on seven to take a one-up lead. Kyle, that one-up lead held from seven through 15. Cam Young wins 16. Cam Young wins 17. They both make par on 18, and in a tightly contested match, Cam Young wins one up to improve his record to 2-0. and up. Yeah, Cam Young is playing some, some pretty terrific golf. I mean, nine threes to start his day on, on Wednesday when I was there, and 
then obviously comes back here with a three, two, four finish. Um, there was a player on the range who gets talked about a lot on this podcast that went up to Paul Tosori and said, uh, this is Cam Young's new caddy and said, uh, you're going to be looking at some different lines than you've been looking at for the last 12 years. <laughs> That's really good. Go from Webb Simpson to Cam Young. And everybody, I mean, it's not, it's kind of like an open joke, but like everybody around was, was cracking up. Uh, Cam Young's a, he's a, he's an animal. I mean, he's a freak. He's a problem. Big time problem. The other half of group 15, Davis Thompson, who played very well yesterday and lost to Cam Young, gets rewarded with more great play, a four and three drubbing over Sepp Straka. So this is setting up where Connors is going to play. Actually, Connors is going to play Davis Thompson tomorrow. If either one of them can get a full point, Dude, are you watching this? Uh, the Rory Denny match. Did you see what just happened? No. Rory hit it to five feet off the tee on 18. No. Oh, I just saw they zoomed in on it. Yeah. It's off the sick. tee on it. That's like 370 yards, isn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think he likes the new driver, by the way. I think he's, I think he's coming, coming around on it. Oh. And, and now Denny has to hit and he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm not sure I've got that gear. <laughs> That's, oh my, that was insane. I mean, Sorry. That's okay. So uh, Davis Thompson, Corey Connor is going to play on Friday to see who can get uh, a full point. If one is out there, Cam Young will advance with just a half, but uh, Davis Thompson still keeps himself alive here with this victory. Yeah. You know, this is interesting because it's very much a, you know, we, we, we talk, it gets thrown around, but this is an example of how, uh, weird match play is right. I mean, Davis Thompson's one under through 15 and he wins, you know, four up. And then you go back to yesterday and you've got, who was it? Minwoo and Sahith. Yeah. And they're both like seven under or whatever. And it goes to the last hole. It's just, it's, a, it's kind of a, I mean, yeah, it, match play is just weird. Group two, John Rom salvages the day and keeps himself in this championship thanks to a four and three victory over Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell now eliminated with an 0-1 and one record. We saw a much better golf played by John Rahm today. The highlights were nine through 13. He made three birdies and an Eagle during that stretch. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, 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 uh, I'm walking into this Rory drive right That's now. Rom okay. Rom. uh, you know, I thought Wednesday was weird, Rick, because Rom did not – he lost to Ricky. But the, sort of the, 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 the rhetoric around that match was uh, – it wasn't – like Ricky was talking about how Rom didn't play that well, but he made like six birdies. Did you, did you hear Ricky say that? Yes. That was, that was a little – I mean – I mean, I guess for Rom, like you got to shoot sixty four to be playing well. But didn't did you find that odd? Yeah, I mean, it's it, the the Ricky the Ricky interview afterwards was like I kind of I kind of stole one here is was the way that he was framing that whole thing. Yeah, and they shot like a best ball sixty or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was I don't know what the actual number was, but 
uh, Rom is still in this, right? Like he's very, he's very much alive because Ricky lost to Billy Horschel. That's right. Ricky did lose to Billy Horschel three and two for Billy Ho, our 2021 champion. Billy was blemish free four birdies, no bogeys. Uh, Fowler was a bit more all over the place, but what this is setting up for KP is a John Rom Billy Horschel match in which Rom said there will be few other matches with the electricity <laughs> of us two. Billy Horschel controls his own destiny. A win would give him two and a half points that would down rom to one and two and then even if ricky were to beat keith mitchell he'd only get to two full points so billy horschel in the driver's seat out of group two yeah i saw you tweeting about the rom horschel match that's going to be just an electric factory i mean they're they're the 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 reactions from both of those guys the reaction per shot is going to be just off the charts Speaking of electric factories, Group 12 is here, <laughs> and Jordan Spieth this year. This match, Jordan Spieth and Taylor Montgomery, there were only uh, th- – they played 17 holes. Only three of them were not won by somebody, right? It was, it was all over the place, back and forth. Taylor Montgomery started to separate himself thanks to a few untimely bogeys from Jordan Spieth late in this round. And Taylor Montgomery all of a sudden is 2-0 and oh, heading into his final match of the, of the round robin stage. Yeah, I mean, expect anything different, not to go full Dan Hicks, but from a Jordan Spieth match, um, I mean, he had, he, let's just say this. The PGA Tour tweeted out a highlight video of one of his holes. It was a six-minute highlight video, and he made par. He made three on the seventh. It, 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 it's, he's absurd. I mean, it's just completely – Taylor Montgomery being 2-0 is crazy, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, the 50th seed, puts a beating on Shane Lowry. Mackenzie Hughes was five up after seven holes. Never really looked back a four and three victory. So what this sets up, KP, is Taylor Montgomery will play Mackenzie Hughes. If Taylor Montgomery gets just a half a point, uh, that would be good enough. And then there are some situations in which we could get a playoff if uh, we could get a three-way playoff, I suppose, if Hughes beats Montgomery and Spieth beats Lowry, they'd all be two and one. Yeah, here's here's my question to you, Rick. Are we at all concerned about Shane Lowry right now? <sighs> kind of. He has not been nearly as good since he won what do you win? BMW PGA championship? He has he that has was, not been good since then. That was the fifty-four hole of uh, event last year. Yeah, the one where we lost the queen. Wow, well, I didn't right? know you were going to. Yeah, that's, no, that's why people are probably like, "What do you mean fifty-four hole?" I'm just yeah, that's the one. It was actually around my birthday because uh, I remember being on my birthday thing. I remember. <laughs> I think I, I think I, uh, I think I wrote this in normal sport too. But the just the idea that Taylor Gooch might miss the Masters because the queen died. Yeah, seriously. Was like just the most <laughs> most absurd thing I've ever heard of. But no, uh Shane Lowry. Oh, Denny just hit a great shot too. This Matt, we should we should just live stream this match and and brought and like <laughs> give our commentary. Um Shane Lowry, it's been surprising that he's been not that great because last year he was really good. And 
it's a Ryder Cup year. I, I just I, I don't I don't know what's going on with him right now. Uh, they just Rory, I believe they just conceded that to Rory. So Rory McIlroy two up winner over Denny McCarthy at a group three. We'll we'll he, we'll, we'll he, cover we'll cover that whole group at the end, but that that match is now over. So Rory hit one shot on eighteen. Yeah, so it looks like Denny just conceded that to him, and he picked up his picked up his mark. Yep. That's oh, you got to putt that, don't you? Three. It, what was it? Three feet nine inches. I thought I saw on the shot tracker. That's pretty sick. I, I would make him. I mean, you have to. Denny has to hit his putt to try to make birdie, and then you got to make Rory. I don't. That was bizarre. Wasn't it? Although I guess it was just for Rory was already up though. Yeah, so he just like, he he yeah. needed a two putt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh group five. Max Homa, who has not played poorly, but he has not played particularly well, is two and zero out of group five. He survives match play specialist Kevin Kisner. Kisner uh now O and two. So Homa setting up to control his own destiny against uh Hideki Matsuyama tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so we've got, sorry. Um, you say Kisner Matsuyama tomorrow or Homa? Homa Matsuyama tomorrow. Yeah. Homa. I mean, we picked him to win it right before the, we, we went through the bracket and somehow ended up with Max Homa as the winner. He's been playing. I just think, you know, I was going through this today, Rick, and I was looking at, so we've got Shuffler and Rom who I think are pretty clearly have been the two best guys in the world, but then the next, the next set of guys if you want to if you want to like break it out like that is max homa and jason day who we're going to talk about here in a second and i just don't know that people you know a lot of, a lot of people don't pay attention until the masters until the major season which is totally fine i just don't know if people who sort of pay attention to golf understand how good max homa and jason day have been so far this year for sure phenomenal and seemingly getting better hideki matsuyama falls to Justin Suh, three and one. Justin Suh, uh, this is kind of a bizarre little situation. So he wins this match three and one. He made two birdies and a bogey. So just a lot of timely pars and uh, wins both of those holes that he makes birdie on. So now Suh and Tadeki are one and one. So a lot of a lot of different ways that we can get there for a group five winner. That one's still very much up in the air. Yeah, again, just a really strange card to be you're only one under and you win easily and it's just i don't know match play is uh is bizarre and this is like i mean uh, ron was talking about this before the tournament it's weird stuff happens in match play i mean the kevin not dj thing well you just, you just there's a million like weird things that happen and this is among them so has to get to what the finals to get into the masters i believe that's what yeah i believe that is correct I'm fascinated by him. He he's had more of the sort of common trajectory than Hovland and Morikawa, whose class he was in, and he's a really good player. I, I'm intrigued to see how the rest of his year goes. One under par through 17 holes for Justin Suh, and never was never down in that match. So that's that's pretty pretty incredible, impressive stuff. Group 13, Sam Burns defeats Adam Scott one up thanks to making par. On the final hole of the day, while Adam Scott made a bogey, so Sam Burns now two and OKP, which you know we're starting to see signs of his game rounding back into form. Yeah, I feel like we sort of wrote him off. I don't know if we wrote him off. We just didn't talk about him that much leading in, and you know he talked afterwards about how he's just more 
uh, he's hit, striking the ball better. It's a, it was a driver thing, which you and I talked about. Adam Scott, by the way, hit the stick on 11. Oh my Did God. you see this? Yeah, at like the bottom of the stick, like almost, he, almost it, hooked like, it. I think it hit the cup, maybe. I think it, that like, might actually be more accurate. Yeah, it like backboarded off the stick, hit the cup, and then almost went in the water. Yeah, and uh, you know, if that goes in, which obviously big if, but. Uh, you know, could could be a tie. He he botched eighteen too. He made a mess of eighteen. He, he did make a mess of eighteen. Seamus Power also wins one up. So both matches in Group Thirteen go the distance. Power beats Adam Hadwin. This eliminates Adam Hadwin, and Sam Burns only needs a half to get out of Group Thirteen. Seamus Power still alive. Adam Scott still alive. So plenty to contend for out of Group Thirteen. Yeah, there is. Uh, Hadwin. Uh, where are we here? Hadwin has been like low key, really good the last few weeks. Uh, of course he missed the cut when I picked him in my one and done, but I, I'm not, I think, I think Seamus power might've <laughs> peaked a little too early in the season as in like last October. Right. Yeah. That's the third week of the year or whatever it was in Bermuda. Um, couple of interesting uh, records out of group four. So Patrick Cantlay, one of the odds on favorites to advance out of his region, gets the job done over KH Lee. One, two, three, four, five, six birdies and an eagle in 16 holes will get the job done for Patrick Cantlay. And he's setting up to have a chance to get out of the group stage for the first time in his career. Yeah, I needed it. He kind of squeezed past uh, who did he? He had Nick Taylor on Wednesday. Nick he Taylor beat him. was awesome. Yeah, yeah. He he only beat him one up, and then uh, was was just in control of this match. Never trailed, uh, and then closed out Cagely late. So Cantlay is just so methodical, man. He's so methodical. He's so just. I mean, look at those last. What is that? Ten hole, uh, eleven holes. He plays them in two, four, five, seven under. I mean, what, what are you going to do? It's not like KH Lee played bad over those last 11 holes, but Cantley's a, Cantley's a monster. He's a buzzsaw. Uh, Brian Harmon trying to flip his poor recent form here at the match play and doing a good job so far, a three and two victory over Nick Taylor. So this is a pretty cool one. Uh, Nick Taylor and KH Lee out. Brian Harmon and Patrick Cantley will play Tomorrow, for all the marbles in Group 4, the winner of that match or, and or potential playoff w will get out. That That's how this works. That entire group comes down to that match. Yeah, I was looking at that because I was I was looking at my Cantlay pick, and I was hoping that that he had somebody tomorrow that uh, was not 2-0, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because as well as Cantlay's played, he might not make it to uh, – to Saturday, this if is like Harmon beats him. I'm, I'm positive it's like exactly what happened last year. Uh, Cantlay was a buzzsaw through the first two rounds. Yeah, got got the guy who was two and zero. I think they ended up going to a playoff, and Cantlay played phenomenal and didn't even get out of the group. I'm pretty I sure Harmon, exactly what happened. I think Brian Harmon's the new Charles Howell the third. He just sneaks around and makes a ton of money. And like, I bet Brian Harmon's made twenty six million dollars in his career. Oh, I'll take the over. 36. I don't right. know. Here's what we'll do. We're going to, we're 16 down, 16 to go. We're going to hit a quick break and I'll come back and tell you what Brian Harmon's career PGA tour earnings are on the other side. And we're back. What was the original line that you said that I said I would take the over on? Uh, t uh, 26. Ah, great line. 25,870,000. I was including this week's earnings by saying over. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> As I, I, I mean, honestly though, is Brian Harmon going to get to 40 million in his career? Probably. Well, if, now if he the keep, first is. 
Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. You play three, four, five more years. I don't know how old he is. I think he's mid thirties. Uh, so that's not inconceivable and make four mil a year and you're there. Group nine. <laughs> I didn't have anything interesting to say after that. Group Clearly. nine. Colin Morikawa versus Adam Svensson, a tale of two nines. Morikawa gets up early and actually leads this match from holes two through eight, all square on nine. And then it's the Svensson back nine until we get to 17, where Morikawa steals one on 18. And this one ends in a tie. One, oh, and one. For Colin Morikawa, Svensson, oh, one and one. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about what you said about Svensson coming in. You were big on him. He has been playing very well. Uh, Morikawa made a really nice three on 18 to move on. But Svensson's been been an impressive guy throughout uh, the last couple months. Um, so, yeah, it's – who does – Morikawa has – oh, he's got Jason Day on Friday. So, he's got Jason Day. Jason Day, thanks to a 2-1 and one victory over Victor Perez, is now undefeated 2-0. and oh. So, Victor Perez out. Svensson also out. He can only get to one and a half points. And Jason Day will only need – I guess a half would get him to two and a half points. Morikawa could win and get to two and a half. So, so that – that Jason Day Colin Morikawa matches for all the marbles because if Morikawa wins, he'd have two and a half points. Yeah. If Jason Day does anything else, it'll it'll be it'll be days. I think Jason Day might win this thing. I mean he he's he's uh, he's just playing. I mean you know it was interesting. I, I read his quotes afterwards, and he's like, I looked like a club pro today, and I looked like uh, like the number one player. He didn't say this, but. It's like the number one player in the world on Wednesday. And he was like, it's just match play. Sometimes you get by without your best stuff, even though, he, you know, he plays the last five and three under. So, or his last five and, and three under. Um, Yeah, I think if he gets past Morikawa, I, I, I really could see Day making it to the final four. Group eight. So of our top seeds so far, Will Zalatoris mathematically eliminated. The next top seed mathematically eliminated, unfortunately, is Victor Hovland. A four and three win for Si Woo Kim in which he never trailed in yeah. this match sends Victor packing. Yeah, not great. He missed kind of a short-ish putt on 15 that would have extended the match. And he was just kind of like... He was laughing at himself. He was, I think he was exasperated. Uh, we do need to have an intervention with your guy, though. The 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 scripting. It, we just we needed. It's not. It's not working. <laughs> I generally, I I definitely like it more than most. But there are some days where even I'm like, oh boy, this is this is tough. <laughs> I mean, the all green, which is whatever. But then like the the sky blue with the. I actually don't hate if it's just like the navy top and the sky blue or the carolina blue pants but the carolina blue on the back thing like yeah. we can't we can't be doing that listen hey they're uh jay lindbergh getting us to talk about it at least uh siwoo kim 2-0 and oh chris kirk and matt kuchar tie uh pretty well contested match it was never more than one up at any point chris kirk makes birdie on the last to earn that half a point which kp is going to set up a situation where siwoo is going to play matt kuchar siwoo needs just a half a point kuchar could also get there with a victory because he'd have two and a half points so uh it will not it, one of the two lower seeds in group eight will come out of it 
Uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. This has nothing to do with what you just said, but it, I thought of this when I saw Matt Kuchar. Uh, Kuchar's the oldest player in the tournament. And still, yes. Wow, okay. Who's the second? Which I, I don't know. Scott maybe, maybe Andrew Putnam. I was maybe, I don't know. But that was weird to me. Like, Kuchar doesn't see, he seems like he's been 37 for the last 15 years. How he's not. He, I think he's. I think he's forty-four. I was gonna say he has to be way older than thirty-seven. Yeah, but I just thought that was that was interesting because he's still. I mean, they showed the graphic today of of Kucher's got. Uh, he's like top three ever in match play wins, or maybe top. Maybe he's, he's he's one behind. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty wild. Pretty wild. Group sixteen is Sung Im's group, and Sung who had. A three-up lead through 12 holes not only blows the lead, but loses the match to JT Poston, who now controls his own destiny, the Postman 2-0. and Yeah. Uh, how about that back nine? How about the last seven? Five. I mean, the 3-4-3-3 th- three, three, three finishes is nasty. Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty unassuming guy. I mean, between the other JT caddy bib and just the way he kind of carries himself around the course he's he's not uh you don't see him on the first tee and you're like oh gosh we got a we got a lot to deal with today but he's a good player and uh he's playing very well this week sets up well for him because the other half of group 16 played to a tie tommy fleetwood and maverick mcneely closely contested the entire time they basically shared one-up leads at different points throughout this before getting a half a point for one another. So now we've got, let's see, Poston playing McNeely. A half a point will do the job. If McNeely beats Poston, Poston would still have two points. It would depend on what the other match does. So the only people that have a chance here are Sungjae, but he needs help from McNeely, or Poston, who just needs a half a point. Yeah. Uh, McNeely's had a weird week, man. Yeah. Like, he's been all over the place. Uh, I can't remember... I mean, yesterday he made like five bogeys or something. And then today his score, I mean, he, he two, two doubles and an eagle. I mean, he's just, it's been kind of wild. It's crazy that he is, he's still in it, right? If he wins. No, because he could only get to one and a half points and, and oh, you're, Poston's already at two. Yeah, you're saying that he needs, you were saying that Fleetwood needs help from McNeely. Sungjae needs help from McNeely. I'm lost. That's so. okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, McNeely's had a weird week. That was my only point. For sure there. Group number one is next. That is Scotty Scheffler's group, and he played like it. Three straight birdies from five through seven. Four straight birdies from 10 through 13. Scotty Scheffler gets an early day by drubbing Alex Noren five and four. I mean, is Scheffler just going to win this again? Probably, yeah. He's – okay, He's unbelievable. I yeah, don't have any it, other commentary. It's on. it's really crazy because it's 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 I mean he's he's just I don't know. We probably say this about three or four guys a year, but he's perf- he's maintaining a level that doesn't seem sustainable. But he's making it sustainable, right? Yeah. It's 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 nuts. I mean, Norton didn't, you know, you can't just make two birdies over 14 holes and expect to be 
in it against the number one player in the world. But Scheffler's a he's a machine right now. Alex Noren is out. The other two in group one still technically alive. Tom Kim loses to Davis Riley. Riley uh, essentially controlled that match throughout its entirety. Both of those golfers are one and one. So it'll be a Tom Kim, Scotty Scheffler match, which is cool. If Tom Kim wins, they will go to a playoff. Uh, Also will depend on if Davis Riley can beat Alex Noren. They still do three-way playoff now. They've changed the tiebreaker rules like 15 times in the last five years. I'm pretty sure if you get three guys two and one, it doesn't matter what the head-to-head was. I think they throw them all out there. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's correct, which is the way it should be. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm like 79% sure on that. I think they should just pull names out of a hat. Okay. That's they should just get a cow. They should get Max's cowboy hat and just draw (laughs) names out of it. (laughs) Tom Kim, Scotty Scheffler is going to be sick. Rub of the green, uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom Kim. He, he gets. He's gotten a little lost in the shuffle this year after last fall. You know, he was so good in the fall and so fascinating at the Presidents Cup. And he just he's been like fine so far this year. Uh, he he hasn't uh, he hasn't been amazing. But I mean, if he goes out and beats Scheffler and kind of makes a little run this weekend, then all of a sudden it's it's Tom Kim season again going into the majors. Group 11 has been very exciting and very interesting. After Minwoo Lee and Sahith go nuts on, on Wednesday, Matt Fitzpatrick edges out Minwoo 2-1. and one. He never trailed in that match. So Fitzpatrick still alive here. We've got a Fitzy 1-1 record, a Minwoo Lee 1-1 record, and a guy I'm going to talk about in a second with two wins. Yeah, this has been – I think it's been the most – like activity out of a single group. Yeah. Uh, there's just been a lot going on. I mean, I, I said it earlier, but Minwoo and Sahith shoot like a best ball 58 on on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, I, I've been surprised at how solid Fitzpatrick has been just because there were a lot of quite, I mean, he he hasn't been playing well and he's been like kind of injured, kind of not, uh, but he did play well today and, and made a ton of birdies against Minwoo. The other half of that group is bad for my one and done, bad for my bracket, good for J.J. Spawn. The 61 seed beats the crap out of Matt Fitzpatrick on Wednesday, beats the crap out of Sahith Tagala on Thursday. Five and four was six up at one point through ten holes. J.J. Spawn playing a little sleeper wild card guy here. Yeah, J.J. Spawn hasn't seen the 16th hole yet. (laughs) That's pretty good. Which is kind of sick. Uh, he has, who does he, he, he has, uh, he'll get Minwoo tomorrow. He'll get Minwoo and Fitzpatrick and Sahith. Right. So there, okay. there's a lot of outcomes here. So, so Spawn and Minwoo will play. If Minwoo wins that, they're both two and one. Uh, Sahith and Fitzpatrick will play. Fitzpatrick could get to two and one as well with a victory. Sahith but is Sahith, out. Yeah, he's out. So you get, I get some guaranteed that- money. Yeah, what? How, what's the what's the seventeen through? Probably sixty k. That's not good. No, I this is this one's harder to pick than the players. So now I'm rooting for like Lucas Herbert to win the whole thing. Right. Somebody like that. We talk about how how hard the players is to pick for one and done. This one's harder. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, I mean, you because you, you you have to pick a top guy. 
Or in your case, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't technically have to. But you you kind of do. But then it's just the, the the odds of them missing missing the weekend are so much higher than them than the odds of them missing the weekend at the Phoenix Open. For sure. Yes, absolutely. It's a uh, nightmare. Xander Shoffley has a pretty good chance to get out of his group. A two and one victory over Aaron Wise. Lots of birdies on the card for Xander. Three in a row from four through six. One on nine, 11, 12, 16. So he is two and zero, oh and will get Tom Hoagie controlling his own destiny on Friday. Yeah, I, I watched some of Xander today. His swing looks so good right now. I mean, it, it his swing is his swing. Like it's always good, but he just looks. So in control, so smooth. I, 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 uh, I think he could make a little run this weekend. He only needs a half a point. It'll come against Tom Hoagie, who lost three and one to Cam Davis. Uh, Davis played very well, especially on his second nine. He piled up five birdies over his last six or seven holes or so. So again, we have that situation where Xander needs a half a point against Hoagie, who's 0-2, and, and then the two guys who are 1-1 one one will battle. So there's a couple of different outcomes, but Xander is certainly in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, I thought, yeah, Hoagie's 0-2, Hoagie's right, you said? That is correct. Yeah, he, he's been kind of disappointing this week, you know, as the as the – what is he, the 23 seed? That is correct. Uh, I, thought he'd be, I thought he'd play better. He's been playing pretty well coming in. The third and final top seed that has already been eliminated is here in group 14. His name, Terrell Hatton. Pretty big mm. surprise here, KP, because he was playing beautifully coming in. A lot of people uh, picked him to win this golf tournament. He will not do that because Lucas Herbert edges him out two and one and it's Herbie herbs and spices who is two Oh and Oh. Well, I saw, I saw something, maybe Greg said it on our pre tournament pod, but just the idea that Herbert could go, could get into the masters having played his last, uh, four stroke play rounds and like 40 over or something. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, it, it would it would be outrageous. But is there any injury concern with Hatton? I saw the wrist thing on Wednesday. That was weird, right? Yeah, he's on the range and he's like shaking his hand out pretty pretty uh, vigorously before he before he tees off on Wednesday. I don't know. I haven't heard or seen anything else other than that same thing that everybody saw. Yeah, I'm surprised. He he had just been playing so such great golf coming in and seemed like a pretty good setup for him and he just he hadn't had it this week ben griffin will be lucas herbert's opponent on friday he was smacked around by russell henley five and four henley makes six birdies over the course of 14 holes and never let ben griffin lead this match no he didn't uh Henley's in the ball well. I mean, he he's he's one of those guys. We talk about him a lot, just as guys that like he's like in the Brendan Steele camp of just how does this guy not contend more with the way he hits it? And uh yeah, he 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 did that on on Thursday against uh, Ben Griffin. It'll be Henley and Hatton. Henley's still alive. Herbert and Griffin, those two obviously still alive, but Herbert just needs half a point. Finally, group number three. You don't want to play Keegan Bradley in match play. He might get in your face if you talk to his caddy. He might beat you. Who knows what's going to happen? But what I do know is he is going to beat up on Scott Stallings like he did on Thursday. Six 
and five. Keegan was absolutely rolling, improves his record to one oh and one. Yeah, I he had had such a weird uh Austin Country Club record coming into today, right? Like he, he that yeah, he had never won. I already or you don't gotten out of his group but every single one of his matches went to the last hole or something yeah like that. it is so strange it was such such a weird deal uh keegan and rory could be a little spicy on on uh on friday well that's what we're setting up for keegan bradley and rory mcelroy on friday essentially for the group because rory mcelroy as we kind of described in real time wins two and two up over Denny McCarthy. But I'll tell you what, he had his hands full because Denny was three up through six. Rory was able to claw it back and then a couple of late wins to steal this thing away. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. I, I didn't, I haven't seen Rory's numbers today, but his numbers on Wednesday compared to what he was doing coming in were just, he just hit the ball better, putted it a little bit better. I think that there is, a little bit of momentum going into the masters. Not that I don't know that there needs to be, but it seems like he's playing with more confidence. I mean, the shot he hits on 18 to three, 375 yards to what? Four feet is that's sick. Uh, Denny did play well though. We had Denny coming out of that group. Didn't I'll we? tell you what, man, he's, he's played pretty darn great this week. He went toe to toe with Rory McElroy and he, he was like five up to Keegan at one point. He probably should have won that one yesterday. Keegan stole a half a point. D- Denny, yeah. Denny being Oh, one and one is simultaneously gr- impressive and disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Keegan. So if Keegan beats Rory. He goes through. So both of those guys control their own destiny. That's right. Rory wins or gets half a point. He's in. Keegan wins. He'd be at two and a half to Rory's two. He's in. So yeah, that is gonna be a spicy little one. Yeah, and I don't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know how much Rory loves like the Keegan stuff. Like the <laughs> like he. I I think he doesn't really like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know who would love it, but I, I definitely don't know if Rory does. Keegan's Keegan's a tough out, man. He's a tough <laughs> out in this. Would you Would you rather have Cantlay or Keegan in a match? Like, oh, do you, do you, like Rick Gaiman personally? Would you rather have Keegan or Cantlay? Cantlay. Keegan would. I would be so rattled by. Would you rather have? <laughs> would you rather have Keegan or Billy Horschel? <laughs> oh god i would rather have i would rather have keegan philly i could i don't think i could do philly man. i mean both of those guys it's like i i think i would pick i don't know who is a faster player out of those two probably probably horschel the this like doing all that stuff and being slow would be exhausting. I can't I can't watch Billy sneak up on his putts for however many holes it takes for him to beat me. I can't. Well, he would be quick. It would, it would be, be like nine or ten. It would be <laughs> ten or eleven holes. But yeah, yeah it would that would be a that would be a tough scene. Couple notables, as I mentioned, uh, the top seeds who are already out: Terrell Hatton, uh, Victor Hovland, and. So, Will Zalatoris. There's yeah. also not a single group where all four guys are one and one, which is a little interesting. But uh, yeah, a lot of action tomorrow. Anything else? This year, this well, I was just going to end with this. This year has been 
uh, I, I'm always a little bit disappointed by match play, and I've, I've maybe it's just because it's the last year. I've never been more into it than I have this year. Um, it's just been like really, I'm just really interested by it. I think, I think maybe I understand match play better now than I did when I first started covering the sport, and it's just a, it's just a fascinating way to play golf, and I think it it leads to some really interesting matches, outcomes, interesting stuff. Like if we played match play all the time on the PGA tour, every day would be more interesting than it is right now. I'm not saying that's what we should do, but it does lead to more interesting. It like speed becomes more speedian and Rory hits more Rory like shot. You know, it just, it almost enhances what everybody does, which I think is, is really intriguing. Lots of potential outcomes for Friday. And guess what? We'll be back to break them all down. Big thanks to producer Josh, who does all the hard work behind the scenes. Kyle Porter, available on Twitter at KylePorterCBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. 